Welcome to today's Pro AV Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Kurt Palmer, and today we'll be talking about live streaming, a new and growing approach to capturing video and creating films in real time as events unfold. With me to talk more in depth about this topic is Chris Carson, who's the owner of Steady Ready. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Kurt. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's great to have you with us. And as we get started with our conversation, uh, maybe you could share with our audience uh, your role at the organization, uh, what you do with uh, at Steady Ready. Absolutely. So I run a video marketing agency. Uh, we do a ton of stuff for a lot of awesome clients uh, here locally in Ohio and in the uh, surrounding areas. One of the things that we do differently than a lot of other people is we try to utilize tech, the technology that currently exists that is off the shelf and accessible by everybody. And we do that really because we, we've figured out that there's a problem here. Not everybody can afford to advertise. And so with that, uh, they don't have a platform that they can get their voice out there and be heard. So we have tried to remedy that by using uh, tools such as social media and lower end everyday devices to bring very similar quality uh, that you would expect out of a professional service or a professional company and enabled people to use uh, certain tools like live streaming specifically to really just educate people about who they are, why they are, and, uh, you know, what, uh, what, a, what is really possible. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely life changing and game changing for the people we're working with. And well, it's doing pretty well. It's doing pretty well so far. So yeah. What well, else? That's great. Well, there's, there's lots of new approaches and technology uh, that are occurring, obviously. How, how did you specifically get involved in this industry? How, how did you come to be involved in, in this type of filmmaking? Absolutely. So I've, so after my service in the Navy, I came back to Ohio, went to school, got an education, and I learned that I'm not going to get everything that I need within those four walls. And so I started getting active in my local film clubs and communities and started from the bottom on film sets, uh, being the, being a small role, uh, but learning as much as I could about every job and every position. And I have eventually worked my way up into camera department, which is where I really wanted to be and fell in love with it. And that's obviously the, we coined the company on steady ready, literally just on the basis of we found a niche. Uh, within filmmaking that we absolutely loved, which was uh, steady cam work, and became very good at it, right? And we started doing several uh, feature films, a ton of short films, and a lot of stuff in between. But with all of it, I've always tried to have, with my vision for the company, I've always tried to think outside the box, always pay attention to the market and what's changing, what's taking shape and try to be one step ahead and realize that the old way or the the tried and true is not here anymore it is now today it is now now and we need to be ready to answer the market for what it needs now and what it's going to need tomorrow 
And so, uh, you know, that's one reason for for live streaming specifically. So you've really worked from the ground up and had seen all facets of filmmaking as you've gone. What are some of the challenges of uh, the live streaming work that you're doing today? <laughs> so uh, one of its general education, everybody is afraid of cameras, right? Not everybody can communicate well in front of them. But what we're doing and the tools we're using with live streaming specifically uh, are actual just iPhones. And because it's a smaller form factor, because it's an everyday device, people aren't afraid of them and they feel a lot more comfortable uh, and are easy. They communicate better than they would have before. In addition to that, live streaming, we've all seen a ton of a ton of bad streams on online. Right. And so. We still need to have a certain standard here that we can achieve for our clients. And so we have, uh, we've, we use multiple ways to guarantee rock solid connections. Uh, so there is no lag or jitteriness or anything like that, but we also, uh, guarantee a quality look and a quality feel and a, and quality sound that you really just don't see enough, uh, in the world of live streaming. So without the benefit of post-production to do editing and management of the film that you've captured, since you're obviously doing this in real time, how much do you have to prepare the actors as far as lines and instruction placement, things like that, that would normally be available to you if you were able to do editing after the fact? Yeah, let me actually answer that too with a little bit of backstory. So we recently completed a project called Meet Lucille, uh, the very first live streaming short film on Facebook Live. We actually completed that project on June 10th, and we took on a very hot topic uh, for the LGBTQ community, and we documented the, the story of a transgender person undergoing surgery and then appearing to their friends and family uh, at a cocktail party. The story follows the guest at the cocktail party and listens to their conversations, whether they're for, against, or in between. We try to listen to people's opinions and let them be heard there. And we try to make sure that we were being as fair as possible for what people are really saying today about this topic. And we really try to wrap it up in a way that brings us all together. And so the unique thing about this film, if, again, itself, is it was live streamed. So we used multiple cameras. We, everybody was wireless, uh, had wireless audio. We used live, a live intro with credits. Uh, everything was literally done live for the first time. And so as far as the, how do we plan or to execute something like this? Several rehearsals several rehearsals because this literally mixes the world of theater and narrative storytelling and so everything has to be in sync perfectly and so the crew the cast everybody had to know exactly what was happening next and and how to move and so the film went off without uh without a hitch it went very well uh everybody performed impeccably and you know now let's see uh, let's see what's what happens next hopefully the conversation is started in a good way for that topic 
Well, you partially answered the question I had next, which deals with technology and what sorts of different equipment and technology you're using to record the film. You mentioned the the fact that you have steady cams and and other uh, such equipment. What other kinds of technology factor into this, whether it's sound or lighting or or anything else? Yeah. So one of the really cool things that we were able to do with this film is bring a cinematic look to this. So we had six uh, cameras uh, and four wireless rovers. So we were, we were able to have cameras that moved throughout the space while this story was happening. Of course, that creates a few technical challenges. But the really cool thing is, is since we are using iPhones for the project, all we had to do is create a very stable network. Some of that was with Wi-Fi and some of that was with devices connected via Ethernet. So that's one technical challenge of literally just navigating the space. In addition to that, uh, is there's audio. Anybody that has any experience with audio is it will fail almost every time um, if you don't account for everything. Um, and so we've got some of the best equipment for audio for this project and and obviously when you watch the film you'll you'll see why so uh other things that are technical challenges uh well the, how about the connectivity again when we went live we had no idea how many people would actually be on the other side watching even if it was one there's still value in that one right and so we wanted to make sure that the connection was going to hold and so we used multiple internet sources, uh, three in total, to guarantee the live would actually happen. If for any reason, um, one connection would fail in any way. So connectivity uh, is, is a really, really big deal. Sound is a really, really good or a really big deal. Uh, the lighting is a really big deal because we have to make the lighting invisible. Uh, with the use of what we call practicals, like a lamp sitting on a table, that would give us a little bit, but also lights being placed near the ceiling, above the talent, above the actors, um, to again create a different mood or whatever we were, whatever, whatever we're trying to achieve, right? And then of course, uh, the really cool thing is we were able to display this in a 16-9 aspect ratio, which is what you would see normally on TV, but we were able to use crop marks, um, in a 2-3-5 aspect ratio that you would think of the aspect ratio of a traditional film. So, uh, we really tried to just display this in a very cinematic way that would, people could people would really be able to immerse themselves in and wherever they are in the world at that moment and just watch the film and get something out of it, hopefully. Well, there's definitely a lot of logistics to be considered. As you look at the more recent past and think about a business or an approach to filmmaking that is clearly evolving and developing as we speak, what sort of trends have you seen in the industry, say, over the past year? Live streaming. Uh, live streaming is a huge one, right? So everybody is, everything is going to the internet. Everything is going to social media. People are paying attention to social media a lot these days. And the, since that isn't going away anytime soon, 
how do we get our content? How do we get our message out there? And so that alone is something that we've really tried to focus on. Uh, live streaming is a huge part of what we can do there. Um, again, enabling people to, for businesses, you can think of like live tips and tricks. So if you are a real estate agent, just as an example, you can literally go on live and talk to people about the market that they are in, the market that they are looking for. You can offer them advice on how to get approved for the first home loan, how to, you know, five easy steps for prepping your home for sale, for a sale, uh, whatever that is. And so the market itself is all about bringing other people value rather than going in for the ask, going in for, hey, buy my product. Everything is based off of the 5149 rule, bringing more value to the other people than they can ever bring to you. But with that, we have a, a successful business model that will not only grow, but will thrive because that's truly what people want these days. Is the demand for live streaming affected by the financial implications of it? In other words, how, how do budgets and production costs work relative to live streaming versus your typical traditional production video? Totally. So live streaming has its own challenges, but it, I would argue that there's a way to do it efficiently and practically and in a manner that doesn't have to cost a fortune for the client. Our main target client with this right now is small small to medium businesses because they're the ones who don't have a voice or are struggling to have one but can't do it consistently, can't do video consistently. And so live streaming itself and video marketing in general with what we do is based on this idea of affordability and quality both being married together. And so it doesn't have to cost a lot. And there's even tremendous value with doing live more often. And so we normally get our clients on a X amount of video content a month, retainer fee, and we'll come out as often as they need to achieve that, to get that message out there for whatever that is. And so if that's twice a week, five times a week, or even three times a month, we will find a way to not only make it work for the client, but also make it work for us so we can not only keep our lights on, but really thrive. And it's literally the holy grail. It's the lightning in the bottle for us. Being able to meet people where they are instead of this high entry fee, this high entry price that they can't uh, can't afford, that just isn't a successful model. We really want to help people here. We really want the people within our community to to have a voice and and be and be successful. Well, with the remaining time we have, Chris, uh, maybe you could share with our audience what you see as a thought leader in your industry as uh, things that are ahead. What's on the horizon for this industry? I don't think that it's going to slow down at all. Everything is ramping up with technology and the internet and social media itself. I think our level of expectation is only going to grow higher for all of this. We are absolutely going to have to all step up our game in order to, to compete in today's market uh, and in tomorrow's market. The rules are constantly changing for social media itself. And as that continues to unfold, 
people more and more are looking for something that takes less of their time so they can enjoy the life that they are they have or the work that they need to do. So as all of this changes and unfolds, we need to be able to answer that as uh, people that are selling a product, right? In the marketing world, we need to be able to be faster, stronger, more swift, and offer a better product at a lower price for them. And so live streaming itself is an excellent answer specifically with just that in mind. We are going to be able to answer all of that with live streaming and have very little overhead since we no longer have post-production, or at least out of the gate, we don't have post-production. Well, it sounds like the applications for this type of approach are almost endless. And uh, Chris, I want to thank you for taking the time to share the information with us today. I appreciate your being, being on the podcast with me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you as well. Be well. And thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.